turn that radio up. It's time to turn the radio up tonight. You're rolling down the highway with your favorite Rump Chat Rodeo DJ, Justin Rumford, here on the tunes tonight. You know, everybody, uh, I want to do something that I have always thought about doing and wanted to do. I've always wanted to be a radio DJ. I always thought that was cool. You know, growing up in the old days when you would have your favorite DJ, maybe they would do the nightline, when you would call in and they'd be like, uh, tonight Carl calls and wants to tell Felicia that he loves her, or Megan sends her love for Ronnie. And, uh, you know, you think about the all-night trucking uh, radio shows that, that we all used to listen to. We know with Sirius Radio and, and all the advancements we have with, you know, our, our phones and what we have, I think we've kind of missed out on the days of the all-night shows, um, and especially the all-night shows that had themes. And I was thinking about this the other day, and, um, you know, Uncle Tommy, my Uncle Tommy, for all you that know him, he was something else. I mean, he was unapologetically Tommy. He smoked cigarettes, he drank whiskey, and he drove that semi and, and flanked bucking horses, and he loved it. And, you know, it's like I said about Tommy at his funeral. Tommy wasn't perfect, but he was perfect at being Tommy. And, uh, you know, the one thing that I, I took away from Tommy's life was he's the one that, that kind of gave me my love of all things trucking. And for all you that knew me, that know me, I love trucking. I mean, there ain't nothing better than getting in that Peterbilt and dropping that old seat down to the floor, grabbing that wood grain handle and just hammering on it. Load of bucking horses going across I-70, you know. But um, Tommy, he was he was something else when it comes to trucking tunes. And a lot of a lot of people that knew Tommy know exactly what I'm talking about. He loved to jam out. But he only jammed out to certain songs. And the one thing that he loved most was trucking. And I remember we would go to these truck stops, and he would actually buy these tapes and uh, on cassette because we had a cassette player. And the 1981 International Eagle Blue custom paint job, Rumford Rodeo on the side, 13-speed Eaton, four-and-a-quarter cat, three-stage Jake break. Had a stick shift about a foot long. Had Tommy painted on one door and Justin painted on the other. He did that for me. We actually got that semi in 1985. year before I went to kindergarten, and I remember thinking that might be the, the coolest truck I'd ever seen. Later in life, he got a blue freight, uh, uh, not a freight line. He, he would come back from the, from the grave and get me for that, but he got a, a blue Kenworth that was just sharp as can be. Truck number 69. But he loved those cassettes, and he would drive all night, smoke cigarettes and sing songs, and he would get them old cassettes, and we would just crank them up. So tonight's all about trucking tunes. Some are mine, some are Uncle Tom's. But the first song that, that we're going to play, and, and this is how this is going to work, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the song, and then we're going to listen to it, uh, just like you would on a regular DJ show. But song number one, like I said, we never owned a Freightliner. But Tommy, when we would leave abbeville kansas to go to a rodeo he could not wait to get this song on he would literally crank it as loud as it would go and um his favorite part of the song is when the when they would talk about what you got in that cigarette pack well that's my second driver and it's gonna drive it all the way back the glory days of trucking before elds and 
you know, state troopers every five miles. Back when you get that special toothpick, do the old California turnaround. Song number one on the Rump Chat, Trucking Tunes of the Night. Let's go, Dave Dudley. I drive a big freight liner and I make my last payment today. And I drive dog points out of New York City to L.A. Well, that little woman smiles when I up and leave her. I'll soon be back. I just got the fever. She's a believer. I got the freight liner fever. Now there's a railroad running by a highway out in Santa Fe. Train making his run the other day. Merle Haggard said to his fireman, so pale, he's a blowing a straight train from off of the rail. He's got the fever. He got the freight liner fever. Well, here said Dave, what you carrying in that cigarette pack? I said I got my second driver, and he's gonna drive her all the way back. It's a big black pill, so long and round. To a driver, it's a West Coast turnaround. It's for the fever, that old Great Atlanta fever. Well, I pass Red Savine in Wheeling, West Virginia. And I pass Del Reason's report, Louisiana. Curtis got a hung on a hill up in Maine. I pulled him over with my 40-foot chain. He got the fever. He got the freedom of a fever. I mean, I passed on everything from a Jimmy to a Greyhound bus. I'm going to spend a few days on the coast at the end of my run. Oh, giddy up, go, and a little bit of luck. going to pass Red Simpson in his runaway truck. He got the fever. Oh, if here said Dave, what you carrying in that cigarette pack? I said I got my second driver, and he's gonna drive her all the way back. It's a big black pill, so long and round. To a driver, it's a West Coast turnaround. It's for the fever, that old freight liner fever. Oh man, on this road I pass them all. Boy, it's pretty hard to beat the old Freightliner fever. It is at all. Rum Chat Radio, song number one of the top trucking tunes. And I just hear that song, and it makes me nostalgic of the old days of trucking. Not in this day and age where people wear shorts and flip-flops and drive Volvos. No offense to Championship Pro Rodeo. But the real old days when you, you know, you would put on your, your nice boots and your nice jeans and go to California and pop a pill and drive her on back. The Freightliner fever... Something most of us had at one time. Song number one of the night. Now, song number two. Tommy was a bit of a um, a womanizer. He loved the ladies. And he's always telling us stories, even though we never saw these ladies, really. He was always telling us these wild stories about these chicks he was hanging out with. And 
when I when I was like twelve or thirteen, he was telling me this story um, about a girl, this hot chick, and you can almost see her top her topless, and it was beside this road. And he would tell me this all the time, and I'm like, there there's no possible way. Like I don't. But he's like, if you look and watch these billboards, you can see this topless woman. You know, as like a twelve or thirteen year old boy, you know you're gonna be looking, and Tommy. Uh, all the time said, you better keep looking. And uh, I never did. But years later, I figured out what he was talking do, do, about. Do, do, do. As we go to Del Reeves. And a girl on the billboard. Who is a girl wearing nothing but a smile and towel in the picture on the billboard in the field near the big old highway? Rolling down the highway in my Jimmy Holland freight from Chicago to St. Louis. Lord, I see her every day. Oh, a double clutching weasel like me can hardly ever get a girl look at him that way. Smiling like the girl wearing nothing but a smile and a towel in the picture on the billboard in the field near the big old highway. Well, what a girl wearing nothing but a smile and a towel in the picture on the billboard in the field near the big old highway. I bet it wouldn't take her very long to get gone if someone would pull a dirty trick and take her towel away. I slow me, give me down to 20, that's how many wrecks I see there every day. Caused by the girl wearing nothing but a smile and a towel in the picture on the billboard in the field near the big old highway. I do 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 do. I do 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 do. Oh, I love the girl wearing nothing but a smile and a towel in the picture on the billboard in the field near the big old highway. I guess I'm getting bolder cause I'd rather kiss and hold her than just keep looking at her every day. At 4.45, coffee drinking, eating time, Jimmy shimmied while I woke up, the artist had painted the display. Of the girl wearing nothing but a smile and a towel in the picture on the billboard in the field near the big old highway. Doggone that girl wearing nothing but a smile and a towel in the picture on the billboard in the field near the big old highway. Sleepy-headed painter said the girl wasn't real and I'd better get the on my way. On Route 66 from the billboard to Chicago, you'll find tiny pieces of my heart scattered devil with your way. Shattered by the girl wearing nothing but a smile and a towel in the picture on the billboard in the field near the big old highway. I do 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 do. I do 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 do. do 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 do. I do 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 do. Oh, what a girl wearing nothing but a smile and a towel on the picture in the billboard on the billboard in the field near the big old highway. I I just love that song. Uh, smiling like the girl wearing nothing but a smile and a towel on the picture. <laughs> I can't even I can't even say it now. But I ain't shitting you. Y'all don't even know how many years a young, confused Justin Rumford would just look at the billboards looking for this lady that Uncle Tommy swore existed. Oh, I still love that song. Little Dale Reeves. That is trucking music right there. Sleepy-headed painter said the girl wasn't real, and I better get the on the way. Well, this next song uh, that we're going to play is 
another one it's it's not as serious it's probably the most weird trucking song i'd ever heard but i just love it uh when i worked for benny i actually got this on cd and uh because i uncle tommy had it on cassette and i remember the the name of the the song and everything so i was actually in a truck stop um on the way home from Jasper, Texas, and it was three o'clock in the morning, and I found the CD with this song on it, and I had to buy it. It's the weirdest song, but I absolutely love it. Let's kick it off a little white night. Down 75 or 85 or I 20 the other way. Turn your squelch to the right, and in the night, you'll hear some good buddy say, Breaker, breaker, got a picture taker, old Smokey's at 43. It's that Japanese toy, the trucker's joy, that everybody calls CB. Yeah, Citizens Band keeps you up to date with the fender benders and the Tijuana Texas and all them bears out there flip-flop. Now ahead of your children and ahead of your wife on the list of the ten best things in life. Your CP's got a rate right around number four. Coarse beavers and hot biscuits and Merle Haggard come one, two, three, you know. Well, I was loaded down coming out of Lake City. I was checking out seat covers young and pretty. When all of a sudden there come a call over my CB ringing wall to wall. Said Clover Double Nickels if you hit the ridge, cause there's a smoke picture taken to the other side of the bridge. Oh, mercy, appreciate that good buddy. But watch your handle there, come on. A guy in the county mountains out there prowling, come on. And he said, 10 4 back door. Put the pedal to the metal and let it roar. Hammer down to Macon Town, gonna see my mama shore. Where the bears are gone, let's bring it on. The Georgia line's out of sight. Pulled out of Richmond Town last Saturday night, and my handle is the White Knight. How about it? All right, White Knight, hammer down, you got the mean machine here. Was a streak and my needle was a peeking a ride around 79. That old diesel juice was a getting loose and everything was fine. But wall to wall, I got a call. Front door, big bear trapper. Said, break one nine, good buddy of mine. You got a smoky and a plain white wrapper. Well, I jammed my stick. I lost 20 quick. You could hear them gears a tearing. I got pants by a beaver and a Camaro. I was cruising alone and going so slow. I could count every button on that for really blouse she was wearing. Of course, there weren't but one. Hey there, Super Trooper. Yeah, that's the crafty Smokey over there with a CB of his own. Hey, White Knight, let's slide one on the Super Trooper. Come on. Ten four back door. Put the pedal to the metal. What you waiting for? That old white can't stay inside. Gonna leave you here and say no more. How about it? Whoa now, buddy. That's fighting talk. I'd get up there and blow your doors off. Well, I hammer down like I had wings. Little gravels in my wheels going ping, ping, ping. About the time I hit 92, saw something flashing in my rear view. Thought to myself, that can't be true. But there it was. Oh, blue, blue, blue. Uh-oh, bubblegum machine done hit the jackpot. Well, I could see that bear laughing big, hanging in tight on the back of my rig. Right there and then it came to me wall to wall. Mm-hmm. So in that cold, dark Georgia night, in the shadows of smoky bears, blue light, I decided to make me just one more CD call. Breaker one night for the super trooper. Hey there, smoky old buddy. Tell me if I'm right, or are you my front door? Are you the white knight? Come on. And he said, Ten four. Back door, you're in a heap of trouble, boy, that's for sure. Gonna read you your rights and treat you far. Pull over thar with your rocking char. 
want you boys to know each other real well Cause you gonna be sharing the same jail cell You make twelve cotton pickers I've caught tonight From the front door of that white knife How about it? Forty miles over the speed limit You boys gonna be here a spell Yeah, cotton figures I've done been grounded My tail in jail, my rig impounded So when you're coming through the Georgia night Don't ever get no front door call the white knight No, sir, wind up in the pokey with Smokey <laughs> Wind up in the pokey with the Smokey Oh, you guys have got to I hope everybody loved that song as much as I did If if you need to, go back and listen to it Because some of the things they say in that trucking song uh, the The diesel juice was getting loose and everything was fine when he's talking about the CB, the list of the best things in life, CB ranks around right under number four. Of course, Beavers, Hot Biscuits, and Merle Haggard are one, two, and three. Hammering down, kind of coming out of Lake City. I was checking out seat covers, young and pretty, which is funny because I remember Uncle Tommy calling uh, hot chicks driving cars seat covers, and he would get on CB and tell us, for now, check out the seat covers in this red monster about to pull up beside you. And uh, I didn't know what seat covers were for going. I'm like, what? You know, I was actually physically looking for seat covers because that was in my pre-trucking years, riding in the semi. But the White Knight, uh, the old convoy was infiltrated. Um, Along with that song, you know, uh, in this day and age, there's a lot of weird people out there um, that, you know, that some women that become men and some men become women. The first uh, deal I heard anything like that was in this next song. Actually, CB Savage by Rod Hart. Um, At one point in this song, he's talking on the CB to the truck driver, and he says, have you all seen any smoky bears? How about some bear smokies? He's talking about wieners, everybody. The CB Savage, the smokies friend, I don't know if this is one of the best trucking songs or one of the worst, but, you know, like I said earlier, this this takes me back to a different time, a different age. Um, it really makes me miss my uncle because he, Tommy loved this song, and he would get on and do almost the exact same voice. Hi, hi, break a I'm in the chair, and I love it there. And I always thought it was funny, even though this song might be the creepiest one that you've ever heard. If you've never heard C.B. Savage, here we go. We was hunting bear for the rocking chair out on I-40. Dodging bucks in pickup trucks in West New Mexico. It was a cloudy day and me and old Jay was just about bored to tears. But we come awake when a C.B. break come a-ringing loud and clear. And we heard this voice that we ain't never heard before saying, Break one nine, I'm C.B. Savage. Hi, all you 18-wheelers. Anyone seen any smoky bears? How about some bear smokies? Uh-huh. CB Savage here. Come on. Well, I looked at Jay and I said, Hey, did you hear what I just heard? He nodded his head and his face got red and he never said a word. We both reached for the mic, thinking we might just answer that one-nine call. When that CB device come back to life, just a lisping wall to wall. 
And that unusual voice came on again, saying, Break one nine again. This is your one and only CB Savage. Mercy sakes, good bodies. <laughs> Could I please have your 20? I'd settle for a big 10 4. Mercy, mercy. How about a mile post? Listen, you can't keep your hammers down forever, you know. Speak to me, pedal pumpers. How about it? Well, the box went dead and we looked straight ahead and didn't say a word at all. We had four in the chair and the door back there, but nobody'd answer that call. A while went by and Jay and I, we started breathing again. We figured this stranger was plumb out of range when all at once he'd come back in. And it was that same odd voice saying, Breakers, breakers, any takers? Hi, hi, it's me again. I'm in your chair and I love it there. Say, you truckers really know how to take a person for a ride. Speak to me, you diesel demons. I'd love to get to know your handles. <laughs> CB Savage here. Come on, come on. I grabbed the mic and I held it tight and my hand began to sweat. I looked at Jay and he was grinning away like a big old bird-fed cat. So I put down the talker and turned up the squawker and got a good grip on the wheel. I decided the trucker that answered this duck sure as heck wasn't gonna be me. About that time, that weird voice came back on again, saying, Yo-ho, breakaroo. Hi-hi, you Jim Dandy Jimmy Jammers, you. Do I ever have a surprise for you? If you listen real close, you'll find my voice is changing. And if you'll start checking your rear views, you'll find you got company. Five plain white smokies dressing up for a ticket writing party. Y'all were so busy copying my put on, you didn't notice your little convoy was being infiltrated. You can start shutting them down anytime now. This is your CB Savage, the Smokey's friend. Wall to wall and treetop tall. That is all. Bye bye. <laughs> oh my gosh. I hope everybody out there listening is laughing as hard as I am about that song. That might be, you know what, at the end of this episode, please get on Rump Chat on social media, Rump Chat at Instagram. Tell me your favorite one. <laughs> hi, hi, you Jim Dandy Jimmy Jammers. You can't keep your hammers down forever. Oh, my God. The glory days of trucking. We were dodging bucks and pickup trucks in West New Mexico. People just don't do that anymore. Nobody talks on the CB like they used to. I don't feel like that that the brotherhood of of uh, truck drivers are what it was. You know, um, I know so many great guys that drive a truck full time. One of my really good buddies, Colby Deal, Lonesome Dove Livestock. Uh, you know. Always going up and down the highway. Our good friends from bowling that are everywhere. Our friends with Jim Butler trucking right in Newkirk, Oklahoma. Hauling cattle. Rocking her down the highway. Justin Boots hauling pig feed. Any kind of mixed feed, really. Um, but, you know, when, when we talk about the brotherhood of of the truckers, um, things have changed so much. You know, for all of us that travel down the highway at truck stop, Pretty much every truck stop is a TA, a love pilot. I mean, 
the days of the old school truck stop are just gone. And it's sad because thinking about growing up, you know, like I said, this is dedicated to Tommy. Tommy Rumford knew every little truck stop. And, you know, there wasn't the big truck stop back in the in the late 80s and 90s. There wasn't these mega truck stops. There was one in Hutchison right on Highway 50 at the 1561 called the Big M Truck Stop. And there was one in, a, oh, they call it Beano Junction, which is out by Kansas City. Uh, there's one in Beloit, Kansas, these little truck stops. And, you know, when you tell kids, I told my kids a while back, I'm like talking about the old truck stop cafe. And, you know, they're like, what? I'm like, man, you know, back in the day, there used to be actual truck stop cafe. It wasn't like today where you pull in and there's a, you know, a Loves or, you know, when they have Subway or Arby's and everyone's pissed off and there's, you know, 40 fuel pumps. Back in the glory days when there was just a few pumps and everybody was together and they used to have those awesome cafes. And the cafes were so good. I remember that. Like good old home-cooked food. It was almost like a, like this, like cell barn food. It was just so delicious. And um, so Uncle Tommy, he let played this song for me and I remember when we were leaving Beto Junction and uh I I just laughed because it's got one of the best pickup lines that you've ever heard when he's describing this lady the uh, waitress he said she's built like a burlap bag full of bobcats she's got it together and so uh C.W. McCall of course is the man of all things when it comes to truck and tunes but a trucking tune dedicated to all the women out there, to all the men driving trucks, to everybody that has ever pulled in to one of these places. Let's keep them alive. Let's all go back one more time and go have a cup of coffee at the old home filler up and keep on a truck cafe. Well, Interstate 80, we was cutting the fog, just me and old Sloan. Old Sloan's my dog. We had an 18-wheeler with 10 on the floor and stereo laying a strip. And then we spied a sign that says eat gas now. We decided to whip in and pick up some chow at the old home filler up and keep on a trucking cafe. I'm looking for Mavis. Now we've been every place between here and South Sioux, and we've seen us a truck stop waitress or two, but this gal's built like a burlap bag full of bobcats. She's got it together. While she filled my tank, I said, thank you, honey. Name was Mavis. I gave her the money. Old Sloan just sat there watching and wagging and wishing. I says, you waiting the truck, boy. Then I went inside. She says, what'll it be? It says, a cup of your best and a number three. She came back with an order to go and a quart of hot sea and a bone for Sloan. I said, much obliged. Don't Sloan give a bark. I left her a buck and he left his heart at the old home filler up and keep on a trucking cafe. Well, Saturday night, we was trucking along. Yeah, me and old Sloan was a-getting it on. I said, Sloan, I've been thinking on a-getting up a courage, and tonight's the night. Well, I popped the clutch, gave tranny spin, took the BB Town ramp, and slid on in to the old home filler up and keep on a trucking cafe. All the old home filler up and keep on a trucking, it never closes. Old 
Well, I got me stool, took a load off my shoes, made Mavis an offer that she couldn't refuse. It says, how'd you like to go for a ride with me and old Sloan? I just had my truck washed. She allowed us out, sounded like a whole lot of fun, but we was going to have to wait until the dishes was done. And was it all right with me if she brought along her mother as a chaperone? I said, why not? Well, we geared that tranny into super low, and the four of us went to see a picture show. Yeah, I took them to the drive-in theater over by Pisgah to see True Grit. Saw the late, late show, old Sloan hit the sack, and then along about two o'clock, I hold him on back to the old home filler up and keep on the trucking cafe. Eight stools and a promise. Got a real nice place there. Got a real nice place there. And the old home filler up and keep on a trucking cafe. Oh my God, I love that. As a matter of fact, you know, support small business. The next time you're out driving, whether you're trucking or going to a rodeo or taking your kids to a soccer game, if you see an old home filler up and keep on a trucking cafe, pull in there and get a hot cup of joe. God, I, I think about these old truck stops, and I know you guys out there listening can think of them too, like how different they were. And um, I remember there's a truck stop in Western Kansas when Uncle Tommy would haul cattle, and he would call haul cattle with a a lot of people. Like uh, when they would load um, out by Strong City, Kansas, you know, when everybody's shipping cattle and they were going west and taking cattle off grass and going to feed yards. I remember there would be, you know, eight trucks load at a time. And um, the trucks, they would literally convoy like one. It wasn't like today where you load and just take off. They would load, and once everybody was loaded, they would just go together. And uh, these dudes would haul some ass, and they would joke around, and they just had a great time. So we'd go to western Kansas and unload. And then after you unloaded, I want to say it was around Cimarron, Kansas. I can't remember uh 100% because I was I was so I was probably nine or ten but um around there after everybody went unloaded the feedlots out in in western Kansas all these truck drivers would go to this little truck stop okay now this is this is how different the time is this truck stop had a little bar in it and you know like I said this was a simpler time and I'm not like condoning drinking and driving but all the truckers after they would haul cattle to those, those places would go in and have a few beers. They wouldn't get drunk or anything, but they would go in and, and slam beers. And um, so we would go in there, and I went in there with a bunch of people, and and, uh, and the waitress, she she was no Mavis. She was she was kind of a ugly lady, smoked cigarettes. I mean, that whole place just smelled like a Marlboro. It was freaking awesome. we go in this bar and uh, have a couple beers with uh, the other truck drivers, and they're all, you know, in boots and jeans and you know cut off those really really thin you know plaid shirts that every trucker used to wear and each one of them had on the hat nobody no trucker ever bought a hat there's always a, a farm store a feed store an implement store john deere peterbilt mac you know i mean it was always something like that and they all smoked i mean everybody in the trucking era smoked back when you could afford it but we'd go in there and drink beers, and this waitress would let me sit in the corner. And um, it was always funny because I I didn't know. I honestly thought for the longest time 
the silver can of beer was called Colorado Kool-Aid. Cause uncle, that's what uncle Tommy called it. Um, and he would, he would tell those guys, well, you know, we better, we better stop in and get us a Colorado Kool-Aid. And, uh, so I didn't, the funny thing is I didn't even know it until I heard this song later in life where, where, where that term came from. But those guys were sitting there, they'd play pool. They'd all have them some beers and, uh, you know, then, then they would just jump back in their trucks, take off and go on to the next one. So later in life, when, uh, I heard this Red Sovine song, it made sense. And I love this song, um, a song from a, a simpler time about a fight, you know, back when, when you could fight and, uh, and everything was fine. This guy lost his ear and stayed in the bar, a simpler time. Crack open a nice cold one. A little red sovine. I was sitting in this beer joint down in Houston, Texas. Been drinking Colorado Kool-Aid and talking to some Mexicans. And we was, uh, what's that you say? What's Colorado Kool-Aid? Well, it's a can of coolers. Brewed from a mountain stream. I had to set your head on fire and make your kidneys stream. Oh, it's so is yeah, and we was having ourselves what you call one of them real good times. But you know, every beer joint that you've ever been in, some big mean drunk who just ain't got no friends, sure enough, wants to fight. Yeah, he gonna whoop everything in sight. Well, sir, he took him a big cold swallow of beer, and he walked over and spit it in my Mexican friend's ear. Well, now, sure enough, that made my buddy real mad. Cause that's something like he ain't never had Well sir He pulled out a big long switchblade knife And quick as a whistle he began to slice That big mean drunk stood back His face full of tears Looking down at the floor at one of his ears Hmm Well he cut that thing off even with the sideburn Now you might say that that little old Mexican fella Just didn't give a darn But he was a gentleman about it he bent over with a halfway grin and picked it up and handed it back to him. And he said, now, nah, big man, you get the urge to spit a little beer, just open up your hand there and spit it in your own ear. Won't be no trouble that way. That's what I heard him say. And I said, barmaid, set us up a round of that Colorado Kool-Aid. And while you're up there, <laughs> bring this fella a box of Band-Aids. Now, let me tell you, if you're ever riding down in South Texas, decide to stop and drink some Colorado Kool-Aid and maybe talk to some Mexicans and you get the urge to get a little tough let me tell you you better make damn sure you got your knife proof earmuffs hey ain't that right big man I said ain't that right big man oh hell he can't hear not on this side anyway he ain't got no ear hey barmaid bring us a big glass of that Colorado Kool-Aid how about it? How you doing, big man? You still got your ear in your hand? <laughs> he loaded. How about it, big man? You still got your ear in your hand? <laughs> Cut it off clean with the sideburn. You think you've had a shitty day in the bar? Ask yourself, have you ever lost an ear? Actually, learn a lesson from that. Don't talk shit. Don't don't get in the jam. You know they um, f around and find out. That's what uh, Uncle Tommy never said that. However, 
I could see that being something he would say. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, I just love that song. A can of, you don't know what a Colorado Kool-Aid is? Well, that's a can of, of course, beer. God. The glory days of drinking a few beers after a hot day of hauling cattle. Oh, we're Buckenstock. You know, we had a Rumford Rodeo Company across the 80s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Uh, actually, before that, Rumford Rodeo actually started in 1946. But um, in my era, we had a rodeo, the Allen County Fair, Iola, Kansas. And um, anybody that's ever been to Iola, Kansas, it's uh, it's in the eastern Kansas. It used to be part of the eastern Kansas rodeo series. The fairgrounds was uh, quite hard to get to. Uh, the, the arena was right in the middle, and uh, we'd have to haul in and out from Colony, Kansas, and there was no room. There was, you know, that's a, that's a big, big county fair, a lot of showers, um, you know, a lot of stuff going on, and so it was so hard to ever get in there, like to unload stock, because there was no pins. Like it was, it's a pretty small arena, and I remember it always. Such was a good rodeo. Um, but we would pull in and with the with the stock for the evening perf, and there was, you know, there's always somebody at those rodeos. Well, just go up here and hang a hang left, and then you can back right in. Well, you can't just hang a left when you have a big semi. It's just it's just not possible. Um, and you know, Tom Tom never got too terribly upset at a lot of things, but I remember we pulled in there to Iola, and this guy was giving him the business about, well, just drive around this corner. And you can back right in. And Tommy said, do you not see how long this trailer is, sir? And the guy said, well, God dang, if you're, any tr- if you're worth the shit at a truck driver, you can make it. And this Tommy flipped out, started yelling him. And he says, you're going to have to give me 40 acres to turn this thing around. And uh, I remember hearing saying that. And then uh, this was on his tape. And on the way back to Colony, Kansas that night, I said, what were you talking about? So he puts his cassette in, and it takes him like 20 minutes of hitting fast forward and rewind. And uh, finally, finally, we get to one from the Willis Brothers, 40 Acres. He was heading into Boston in a big, long diesel truck. It was his first trip to Boston. He was having lots of luck. He was going the wrong direction down a one-way street in town. And this is what he said when the police chased him down. Give me 40 acres and I'll turn this rig around It's the easiest way that i found Some guys can turn it on a dime or turn it right downtown But I need 40 acres to turn this rig around When he finally found where to unload he had a dreadful shock His trailer pointed toward the road and his cab right to the dock And as he looked around him through the tears he made this sound Oh, give me 40 acres and I'll turn this rig around. Give me 40 acres and I'll turn this rig around. It's the easiest way that I've found. Some guys can turn it on a dime or turn it right downtown. But I need 40 acres to turn this rig around. He was very, very happy heading back to Alabama When 
sign said you are northward bound He said give me 40 acres and I'll turn this rig around Give me 40 acres and I'll turn this rig around It's the easiest way that I've found Some guys can turn it on a dime or turn it right downtown But I need 40 acres to turn this rig around He was driving down the right lane when ahead he saw a sign Now he's gotta make a left turn but he cannot get in line And the tears were streaming down his cheeks and they all heard him yell Turn around, big boy. <laughs> give me 40. Give me 40 acres and I'll turn this rig around. Sounds like some contestants parking at local rodeos. Uh, pulling into your your local county fair rodeo with your 45-foot trailer and your miniature Peterbilt and your miniature dogs and your one horse. Give me 40 acres and I'll turn this rig around. One of the greatest trucking tunes of all time. Now... The next song. This song actually came from a movie. Um, you know, a lot of I, I, My name is Rump. Rump Shaker. I don't really even know how it started. But there for a while, uh, if you've heard anybody call me Big Bear, it's because I tried to get it changed. You can't change your nickname. Once your nickname, it's yours for life, and there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, kids, if you're listening to this and you have a nickname, don't try to change it. And so when I was trucking, uh, in the movie Super Trucker, Super Troopers came out. Well, their their song "Big Bear" is actually a trucking song. And so this is where I tried to change my name. This is what I tried to change it to. And sometimes I will I will get called Big Bear, but not a lot. But here's one from my trucking tunes category right here. He's Big Bear Going down the road Got the fellas on the back Chicken on his fingers And a blood six pack Drinking in the morning Little hair of the dog He's sweet as a bird But it smells like a hog Big Bear He's iron tough Big Bear's got a chest Like a rug Big Bear He don't take no guff He's Big Bear And you never have to fight Big Bear, he's iron tough Big Bear's got a chest like a rug Big Bear, he don't take no guff He's Big Bear Just like a rug, Big Bear, he don't take no guff, he's Big Bear. 
again when you're going down the road Be careful, the man pulls a heavy load He's hotter than the sun and he's cooler than the rain With a chuckle from below, he's gonna ease your pain Big Bear, he's iron tough Big Bear's got a chest like a rug Big Bear, he don't take no guff He's Big Bear Iron tough, Big Bear's got a chest like a rug. Big Bear, he don't take no guff, he's Big Bear. Big Bear, he's iron tough. Big Bear's got a chest like a rug. Big Bear, he don't take no guff. Big Bear. Come on, give the bear a hug. Give the bear a hug. <laughs> Big Bear, give the bear a hug. He's iron tough. He's got a chest like a rug. Well, I don't. Um, that's one of my favorite trucking tunes for me personally. I used to jam that. Oh, I would jam it when I would uh, put that on CD, one of those CDs that me and Justin Boots and Jordan Holland, back when we would steal music from the Internet and burn it onto a CD with a computer that we got from Cooper Adams. Actually, I don't know if Cooper remembers that. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, as we go through our catalog, this next song is one of uh, a song that that uh, I never really listened to until later in life. Um, I never, I never really was into the Grateful Dead. I didn't know what it was um, in my rock experience um, until later in life. But so we uh, years ago. Um, I went down to Florida to, uh, haul a load of cattle. So we took from Oklahoma, one of my friends, uh, around here has got a doped out Peterbilt. I mean, it's nice. Um, and he's like, Hey, you want to make some money? I got a deal for you. You can haul, uh, this cattle trailer full of alfalfa down to Okeechobee and then, um, unload, you'll unload it and then we'll get you a load of calves and, uh, go to Dalhart. I'm like, gosh, dang. You know, I was like, man, that'd be cool. That nice semi, brand new Wilson trailer. 52102 Wilson Air Ride. Had a porch light on it that said Fat Girls, which I thought at the time was pretty badass. So I was like, yeah, you know, I didn't have a lot going. This is in between my clowning. And and this was during the winter when, um, before Benny had Odessa. So I had some free time off. So I drive to Florida, which actually the way down there wasn't bad. Because I wasn't loaded. You know, I stopped and slept. It was my first time to go to Florida. And uh, I got to Florida. And what they don't tell you about driving to Florida is once you get to Florida, you're not even in Florida. You're not even close to Florida. The sign says, welcome to Florida. It should say, hey, asshole, you still got like 13 hours. So I drive down to uh, down there and, and uh, unload the hay. And, and uh, luckily they had a, a team of people. So I go to load out of Okeechobee loaded calves and uh, i thought the truck that i was in was nice these peats flat top peats with huge stacks and i mean just shining chrome <coughs> every accessory that you could put on a truck and uh, i'm talking wooden floors the big texas bumpers drop down visors some of the most clean trucks you've ever seen with the most shady-looking old-school drivers. I'm talking skinny, 
older gentlemen uh, that you could tell have been there, done that. And there was a, you know, when they, when we were kind of visiting, I was kind of standing talking to some of those guys, and I was thinking in my mind, how in the hell am I going to, like, I'm going to have to stop somewhere just for a few hours. You can't drive from Florida to Texas um, naturally. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you can. So this one guy, he was telling me, He's like, oh, that man right over there does it all the time. He'd drive from Okeechobee, and and uh, he'll get to Dalhart. He'll get him a load back, headed this way, unload it, and he'll be back here in a few days. And I'm like, bullshit. So I go over there, and uh, I'm looking at this truck, and it's the guy. And he's got a black uh, 379 Pete with the little round lights. And, I mean, this thing was beautiful. And it literally sounded like a jet engine. And so I kind of get to bullshit and, and uh, open the door. He, you know, lets me look in the truck. And he's, I mean, it's it's got the long toggle. I don't know if trucks today have the long to- toggle switches like these two. Had the long toggle switches with the red on the end. I mean, it was, it had the, uh, the naked lady cutouts in the wood grain steering wheel. I mean, immaculate. And this dude, he, uh. You could tell that in his life he he went fast, but everybody was saying he was the man, like that he was the super trucker. And, um, you know, a lot of times on the back of the sleeper, uh, going down the road, if you guys aren't truckers, you can look and you can see, uh, you know, some have their names, some have different sayings. But this guy on the back of that sleeper it said the doodah man. And uh, I'm like, the doodah man? Made sense later when I started listening to Grateful Dead. I don't know where you're at today, dude, all man. But I hope you're still trucking. Got my chips checked in. Cashed in like I'm the dude, all man. Trucking. Trucking. Got my chips cashed in. Keep trucking. Like the dude, all man. Together. More or less in line. Just keep trucking. Oh,
sitting and staring out of the hotel window. Got a tip, they're gonna kick the door in again. I'd like to get some sleep before I travel. But if you got a warrant, I guess you're gonna come in. Busted down on Bourbon Street. Sit up like a falling pin. Knocked down, it gets to wearing thin. It just won't let you be. still got that black beater belt hammered and on it hauling some cattle trucking like the doodah man god that is one of the ultimate classics of my trucking career which um you know now i'm not really a trucker every now and then every now and then i will get in and, and do some do some hauling i i still like it you know um i don't want anybody to say oh he's kissing ass he's trying to get jobs no i just really like trucking. Uh, I like them big wheels in the moonlight. Oh, that's another good one. I forgot to put that one on here. You know, Uncle Tommy, he always felt like he was the black sheep of, sheep of the family. Uh, you know, he he always kind of bragged about it, actually. He said, you know, Bronk is, Bronk is good at everything, and Bronk is good looking, and, you know, Bronk doesn't get into trouble. And he said, you know, he loved to tell. And, and there's so many people out there that are listening to Rump Chat that knew Tommy. He said, I'm the black sheep of the family. Say it over and over again. He got the tape. Once he got the tape, he wasn't going to ride in that blue truck unless you're listening to something from my friend John Anderson. The Tommy Rufford classic. My daddy was a brake man on a highball traveling train. And mama, she raised four little children and a family had a good name. And papa and mama wanted everything for us they never had And big brother, little brother, and sister too None of them turned out half bad Except me, oh Yeah, I'm the black sheep of the family And big brother went to college and became a doctor man Yes, he makes about a million dollars a year off the folks on insurance plans. He's got a big 
Mercedes Benz and a house overlooking the town. He sits in his jacuzzi and he watches the sun go down. And he feels really sorry for me all, cause I'm the black sheep of the family. A big old semi-truck I'm making payments on a two-room shack My wife, she waits on tables And at night, she rubs my back And I tell her what my papa said to my mama When he got off the highball train Oh, wake me up early, be good to my dogs And teach my children to pray sister married a banker man he owns a country club he bought her a big old racing horse and a fucking looking little dog he buys her big rings and diamonds and a brand new japanese yacht yeah they like to get together and talk about all the things they've got but they never mention me no no the black sheep of the family I drive me a big old semi-truck I'm making payments on a two-room shack My wife, she waits on tables And at night, she rubs my back And I tell her what my papa said to my mama When he got off the highball train Oh, wake me up early, be good to my dogs And teach my children to play I'm begging woman, oh, wake me up early Be good to my dogs And teach my children to pray, Lord Now that is some advice right there from our good friend Bill Anderson, the Tommy Rumford Classic I drive me a big old semi-truck I make payments on a two-room shack my wife, she waits on tables, and at nights, she rubs my back. Now that is a country music song. Well, we got time for just about one more, one or two more. I want to tell you a little bit. Um, where Uncle Tommy lacked as a uncle, he wasn't the always the, uh, the fun-loving uncle who gave you hugs and got you stuff for Christmas. Actually, Tommy never gave me anything uh, present-wise until... In 2005, when I took the runaway ramp uh, in Maury Tate's truck, everybody that's listening to Rump Chat knows the story of me going um, across the 10 Sleep Pass and a 1993 piece of shit 377 Peterbilt <coughs> smoker's cough. I'm just, I'm coughing just talking about trucking. Um, but like I said, Tommy never was the, the fun, um, warm uncle. He loved us all. But in his own way, he never bought me shit. He never got me nothing for graduation, nothing. However, when I got home after working for Maury that summer, um, Uncle Tommy, the first gift he gave me, he bought this on CD and he wrapped it up and he thought it was the funniest shit in the world. And he laughed and laughed. And matter of fact, about every time I'd ever talked to him, because after taking that runaway ramp, he was just sure it was my fault. And, I mean, he was glad I was alive, but he he handed me this CD, and he goes, I think there's a song in there that you really need to take heed and listen to there, Big Bear. And so, in honor of Uncle Tommy. 
this is a song that he loved after my accident. Me and Earl was hauling chickens on the flatbed out of Wiggins, and we'd spent all night on the uphill side of 37 miles of hell called Wolf Creek Pass, which is up on the Great Divide. And we was sitting there sucking toothpicks and drinking knee highs and onion soup mix, and I says, Earl, let's mail a card to Mother and then send them chickens on down to the other side. Yeah, let's give them a ride. Well, Earl put down his bottle, mashed his foot down on the throttle, and then a couple of boobs with a thousand cubes and the 1948 Peterbilt screamed alive. We woke up the chickens. We roared up off of that shoulder, spraying pine cones, rocks, and boulders, and put 400 head of them Rhode Island Reds and a couple of burnt-out roosters on the line. Look out below, cause here we go. Well, we commenced trucking, and them hens commenced a clucking. Then Earl took out a match and scratched his pants and lit up the unused half of a dollar cigar and took a puff. Says, my, ain't this pretty up here? I says, Earl, this hill can spill us. You better slow down or you're going to kill us. Just make one mistake, and it's the pearly gates for them 85 crates of USDA-approved cluckers. You want to hit second? Well, Earl grabbed on the shifter and he stabbed her into fifth gear. And then the chromium-plated, fully illuminated, genuine accessory shift knob come right off in his hand. I says, you want to screw that thing back on, Earl? He was trying to thread it on there when the fire fell off of his cigar and dropped on down, sort of rolled around, and then lit in the cuff of Earl's pants and burned a hole in his sock. Yeah, sort of set him right on fire. I looked on out of the window and I started counting phone poles going by at the rate of four to the seventh power. Well, I put two and two together and added 12 and carried five. I'm up with 22,000 telephone poles an hour. I looked at Earl and his eyes was wide, his lip was curled and his leg was fried, and his hand was froze to the wheel like a tongue to a sled in the middle of a blizzard. I says, Earl, I'm not the type to complain, but the time has come for me to explain that if you don't apply some brake real soon, they're going to have to pick us up with a stick and a spoon. Well, Earl reared back cocked his leg and stepped down as hard as he could on the brake and the pedal went clear to the floor and stayed right there on the floor and it says it's sort of like stepping on a plum. Well from there on down it just wasn't real pretty. It was Hairpin County and Switchback City. One of them looked like a can full of worms. Another one looked like malaria germs. Right in the middle of the whole damn show was a real nice tunnel now wouldn't you know. Sign says clearance to the 12 foot line, but the chickens was stacked to 13.9. Well, we shot that tunnel in 110 like gas through a funnel and eggs through a hen. We took that top row of chickens off liquor and scum off a of Louisiana swamp. Went down and around and around and down. We run out of ground at the edge of town, bashed into the side of the feed store in downtown Pagosa Springs. <laughs> Love it. Tommy thought that was the best. Did you bash into a feed store in downtown Pagosa Springs, JR? No, no, Tommy, I didn't. 
You know, another shout out to some of my truckers out there on the road. Stephen Kenoki, Abbeville, Kansas. Kenoki Transport. Chet Smith up there, South Dakota, rocking that stock. Day and night, high pockets in that beautiful black Peterbilt, hauling them picket bucking horses down there. I know John Franzen, always, always on the road, headed somewhere. All my good trucker buddies. Man, I appreciate what you guys do. Um, you know, and the thing, uh, the more I, with this show, getting to be a DJ and do these trucking songs, it does make me miss my Uncle Tommy. And, and you know, we didn't always see eye to eye, and I didn't always agree with some of his decisions. But, you know, I, after his passing, I learned that I, I learned a lot from him in different ways. So, you know, as, as you deal with some of your relatives, don't forget, you know, everybody has something they can bring to your life. And and uh, Tommy brought a lot as as far as that goes and, and trucking and, and listening to these songs. It's been so much fun. Talking about Big Uncle Tom. Um, been gone for over a year now. We miss him. I wish. I wish I just would have paid the money to uh, to have him on Rump Chat. That was always the joke because he wanted... He wanted $1,500, which that's like the most Tommy thing ever is to, he's like, I want to be on your radio show, but I'm going to need me 1500 Well, I never did it. And looking back, I sure wish I could. And, um, but you know what out there? Um, love, love your loved ones. Give them a hug. We don't know how much time we got. You know, this whole world we live in is crazy. Love Jesus. Love your family. Love trucking tunes. And uh, we're going to go out with this. Thanks for listening to this special Lone Rump Chat, Rump Chat DJ show. Until next time, everybody. Next time, Uncle Tommy, roll on. Roll on along. Roll on, Daddy, till you get back home. Roll on, family. Roll on, crew. Roll on, Mama, like I asked you to do. Kissing mama goodbye He's up and gone with the sun Daddy drives an 18-wheeler And he's off on a Midwest run And three sad faces gather round mama They ask her when daddy's coming home Daddy drives an 18-wheeler And they sure miss him when he's gone Ah, but he calls them every night and tells them that he loves them He taught them this song to sing Roll on highway, roll on along Roll on daddy till you get back home Roll on family, roll on crew Roll on mama like I asked you to But it's not his voice Seems the highway patrol Has found a jackknife rig In a snowbank in Illinois But the driver was missing And the search had been abandoned Cause the weather had everything stalled And they had checked all the houses And the local motels When they had some more news they'd call.
Yeah.